0: Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the E-Commerce Evolution Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Curry, CEO of OMG Commerce. Today, we are talking about answering your shoppers' questions through the use of Q&A content, FAQ pages. We're talking about how to use that specific content to increase conversions and even increase traffic. This is going to be extremely useful practical information you can use to grow your store. Hey Brett Curry here. Before we dive into today's topic, I want to talk quickly about YouTube ads. People ask me all the time, what makes for a great YouTube ad? And it's true, the ad is the hardest part for getting YouTube to work. Now I love the campaign structure. I love audience targeting and I love tinkering with bids and using the smart bid algorithm. And I even like budget management. I like all that behind the scenes stuff. But I've seen it time and time again where the exact same campaign structure just limps along with a mediocre video but you get the right video with the right message that resonates with people, and that same campaign structure just takes off. It scales. And so, over the last couple years, my team and I, we've been collecting good YouTube ads. We've been watching, we've been paying attention, looking at our own clients, looking at the numbers finding what are ads that resonate and work on YouTube. And so we started building this little guide, this little guide that we use internally. And we started categorizing ads and giving them fun names like the manifesto and the UGC mashup and the have it all. And so we started kind of breaking down what elements in these videos make them work. And so I was speaking at a recent event and I just happened to mention that this resource existed and uh, people sort of clamored for it. Like everyone was like, hey, I want to see the guy. I want to see the resource. I want to see all these successful ads. And so that's what we've done. So we put together this resource, kind of first time ever, going to share it with a broader audience. It's free. So check it out and get our list of winning YouTube ad formulas with lots of examples. Let this be your inspiration for your next killer YouTube ad. So this is a free resource. We'll link to it in the show notes to this show, but you can also go to omgcommerce.com. Click on Resources and then Guides. And it's the YouTube Ad Templates and Guide. Check it out. And I hope it inspires your next killer YouTube ad campaign. And now, back to the show. I'm delighted to welcome to the show my guest today. He's the co-founder of AnswerBase. AnswerBase was started in 2007. And my guest, Mr. James Arnold, has been... I've been running the company since that time. He now works with all their enterprise clients and he has a wealth of knowledge on this topic. And so with that, James, welcome to the show and thanks for taking the time.
1: Thanks for having me, Brett. Uh, excited to talk about uh, uh, Q&A and uh, what it's doing for e-commerce stores. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you guys have built a really phenomenal solution here, a great platform and tool. And we'll, we'll get into that Later in the show, I want to talk about some of the some of the hows and whys, you know, behind Q and A content and FAQ content because I think there's something here that that likely a lot of the listeners are potentially either missing out on or not fully leveraging. And so we're gonna get we're gonna go deep on a couple of topics. We'll talk about some specific client case studies as well. But but walk me through Q content. What is Q&A content and, and why is it so important to include on your website? And we'll talk about kind of the how and where and things like that in a minute. But, but first, what is it and why is it so important?
1: Sure. So question and answer content, uh, when we refer to that, it's about uh, the questions being asked about products uh, that e-commerce uh, merchants are selling. Uh, and uh, the answers that best um, you know, uh, address those uh, those issues and problems. Uh, so uh, I'm sure many people or most people have seen it on uh, Amazon's product pages, how they have questions and answers around products. Uh, so, uh, yeah, there's... Uh, it's really important to provide that content, to provide that engagement, um, uh, and, uh, and really just solving the problems uh, for potential customers uh, that are leading up to a purchase, uh, whether that be really high in the funnel or really low in the funnel uh, towards the conversion.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting because, you know, sometimes, you know, what's listed in the bullet points, what's listed in the product description, what's in the the specs of a product, maybe that doesn't quite answer a question. Maybe it leaves a little bit of ambiguity out there. But a lot of times if you look at, and Amazon's a perfect example of this, you look at that Q&A content, a lot of times the question that's right there at the top or maybe it's second or third is the question you're asking about that product, right? Does it, does it fit this application? You know, will this work on my skin type? Will this upset my stomach? Things like that, whatever. And um, that Q and A content sometimes gets right to the heart of the matter. And it answers the question that someone has, you know, when, when they're looking and, uh, I know it makes a big, big difference. We're going to talk a lot of details as we go here, but I think one of the things to always keep in mind, you know, as we're trying to create this great shopping experience for our customers, is you know what what would someone ask if they were about to buy this product in the store? What questions might they ask a sales assistant? What questions might they ask, the, you know, whoever's helping them before they buy? So something something like that can be pretty pretty useful. Um, why? Other than what I just said, and then maybe I summed it up. But what what are what are the the whys behind you know why this content is so powerful, so useful?
1: Yeah, for sure. So I mean, obviously, everybody knows that you need to have a, a really good product description, and that impacts your conversions. Um, uh, but you have different people who have different uh, uh, ways that they prefer to get information. I mean, not everybody wants to read through a few paragraphs of. Ah, uh, product description in order to find um, you know the answer that they're looking for, uh, which is really the the roadblock to a sale. So uh, you know you'll notice even on Amazon's landing pages, I mean they have or product pages, uh, they have the the ability to ask your question uh, even before you dig into the product specs uh, because they want to make that as easy as possible to hit the nail on the head for uh, that specific customer and what they're looking for. Uh, so, um, you know, an amazing thing about the engagement there is that you can actually use that engagement to, uh, then identify the most popular, you know, questions that are asked and then look to revise your product description from there. Um, you know, it's funny. So retail stores, I mean, they, uh, uh, I went into, uh, uh, to buy some furniture the other day and I asked a retailer uh, a question about the product and, um, You know, she's a very nice uh, woman, but she didn't have the answer to the question that I wanted. (laughs) And, um, you know, I had to kind of press a little bit uh, to get a manager. So it took several minutes to get the answer to the question. Uh, Not minutes. I mean, it was was a bit of time. Um, So, uh, you know, there's... Online content, uh, you have the ability to give the user a great experience all the time. Uh, You know what's being asked over and over again. You can refine uh, that answer uh, so that it's uh, really serving every single customer well. And once you do it well once... Uh, that content is not subject to a bad day or a bad attitude one day or exactly, uh, or even exactly. just uh, you know just needing to rush you know to lunch or, or these other things that sometimes you experience with the retail uh, experience uh, you have a, a chance to to have a great experience all the time for those customers
0: yeah it's it's so funny and I, and I love making the the offline comparison just because it's a great visual I uh, went to Walmart uh, a few weeks ago, needed to get an Apple TV and I, and we kind of wanted it in a hurry. Not that we really needed it in a hurry, but wanted it anyway. So walk in, talk to a lady like, Hey, uh, Apple TVs, where do you keep those? She's like, Oh yeah, we don't carry those. I'm like, uh, <laughs> well, I bet, I bet you do. And so we're talking like, no, no, we don't carry them. And so I said, okay, where are your Roku's? Because I knew they would be close. And she's like, oh yeah, those are over here. Well, the Apple TVs were right next to it. Anyway, it's one of those things where that's not a helpful experience. I've also had some experiences where you're like, hey, how does this product work? I don't know how it works, but it's over here. Just go get it. But I think if you think about it, there's some online experiences that are that way too, right? Or um, you you wouldn't want to come to a clerk and say, hey, will this product work for this application? I don't know. Here's the manual. Just read it. Like, but that's what we do with our product pages, right? Someone goes to look at a product with a specific question, a specific need, and rather than getting that answer, we give them the product manual. Or obviously, it's a little shorter, a little better, hopefully. But the, but our product descriptions can almost feel like that at times. Um, where I compare to one one of the my best shopping experiences was with a, was with a local company that sells uh, high end barbecue grills and yeah. The guy that the guy that kind of runs a place who's become my my barbecue Yoda like I talk to him and he always gives me advice but I can ask him any any detail about how to cook something or will this girl do this or that and he knows the answer immediately and any any ask the right questions it's just a bit's a beautiful experience but
1: yeah um, we no, that's a great point through. I mean uh, yeah in my same retail experience uh, and there's been a few of these where uh, you know you go and you you ask a question about the product. Um, well, the person goes straight to their phone or computer screen, and they actually look it up on their own website. Uh, so, uh, so having that content um, available, uh, mm-hmm. that self-service content, and even can help service you know the uh, the retail locations that you might be you might uh, be servicing as well. Uh, that's. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's happening right now. So. Yep,
0: yep, it's it's so valuable. So you talked a little bit about about Amazon, where now you can even ask some questions before you get to the product description. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're seeing it being effective? Where where you're posting this ability for someone to ask a question? You know, you, where where are you often recommending that be placed on the on the page?
1: Sure. Yeah, so I mean, certainly within the product pages, uh, you uh, there's a couple points. So. Uh, so you want to engage the user early on. So typically, under the, pro, uh, the product title, uh, you'll see a couple calls to actions. Uh, first of all, uh, the the number of reviews and uh, you know, in the five star review that it has, or four star, whatever that is. Uh, and then uh, typically, right under that, you want to uh, show how many questions have been asked, uh, and then give a, an easy ability to uh, to go ahead and ask that question. Um, so, uh, uh, a little bit further down on the page, uh, you do list out the, the most popular questions uh, and answer combinations for that product. Uh, and then, obviously, have a very easy way for them to post their new question uh, on the page as well. So, uh, there's a couple things that can do for you uh, from an SEO standpoint and a, and a, uh, a conversion optimization standpoint, uh, and then also saving time, uh, you know, so you're... Uh, you know, so your staff doesn't need to answer the same questions over and over again via email or a, a contact form or something like that.
0: Yeah, I, I love the, I love the idea of posting the most frequently asked questions, most popular questions, and their corresponding answers because I think if if you look at the way people shop, and I would definitely fall into this category. I don't I don't love asking the question. I don't love getting involved in a chat conversation with with an online merchant. But I will definitely scan those questions and see if it, and see if my question is being answered, and then I'm good to go. And, and that's that's the way a lot of people like to shop. Some people like to ask the questions. Some people like to be involved in that dialogue, but most people do not. And so, if you have it there, that's great. And so, uh, I want to definitely talk about the traffic side of things because that's you know people sure. the, people that know OMG Commerce know we're more of a traffic agency. So that 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 side really excites me. But let, let's talk first about. The conversion side. So, so what are you often seeing? So now you've got the ability for someone to ask the question. You're also, you're also posting the most frequent questions and their corresponding answers. What are you seeing that do to conversion rates?
1: Sure. So, uh, so there's a couple things that are going on there. So uh, customers engaging. Uh, you don't necessarily need to post a new question to pose your question. Uh, so when they pose the questions, uh, you can uh, auto-suggest uh, results that are already available. Uh, so they don't need to wait for an answer. They can right. get the answer immediately. So we see about uh, up to 80% of the questions that are posed uh, through uh, the, the ask question field are addressed automatically. Uh, so, that's existing content that's addressing the answers uh, immediately without any new engagement uh, from the e-commerce merchants. Great. Right. Uh, and, sorry, up what, James, what, what percentage did you
0: say? What percentage did you
1: answer 80%, up to Great. 80%. Great. It's awesome. So, um, you know, so that's one touch point. Uh, for questions that are answered, we actually have a, another case study on our uh, site uh, where rvupgrades.com, uh, and they see... Seventy-five percent of the questions that are answered through AnswerBase uh, convert into a sale. So uh, there's been studies in the past where. I've said, so just to just to clarify,
0: just clarify real yeah. quickly. Uh, first of all, what was the what was the merchant again?
1: Uh, RV upgrades.
0: And and what do they sell? Uh, RV accessories. RV so yeah, anything
1: yeah. you want for a recreational vehicle.
0: I, I heard Harvey for some reason. <laughs> oh, so uh, okay. No,
1: RV. RV, yeah. recreational vehicle. Yeah. Fantastic. Totally Makes Big sense. motorhomes.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so someone actually poses the question and whether that's answered in the, you know, 80% that are answered to the auto suggest or whether, you know, someone actually has to answer it. What you're saying is 75% of the people that ask a question and get it answered, they convert? Is that what you're saying? Convert to a sale, correct. Wow. So, and, and this is so. I love the psychology behind why people buy and what what leads to purchase and things like that. I'm sure there's several things going on here. One just the value of getting a question answered is super important. But I know I've seen I've seen studies here. There's a great book that I've referenced before called uh, "Why We Buy" by uh, Paco Underhill, and he talks about the the physical store shopping experience. But there's something to be said about once you start engaging. If you engage with the salesperson, you're more likely to purchase. Start engaging with the website, you're more likely to purchase. I even remember reading, you know, uh, some material from from people that were in the catalog business from back in the day where they said, you know, if you can just get someone to start even clicking, you know, filling out a checkbox on the order form, if you just get them started, they'll, they'll start ordering. It's like just yeah. getting them to take an action. So I think there's some psychology there as well, just getting them to take action. But are you seeing that fairly consistently where people that interact and ask a question, they're much more likely to convert?
1: Yeah, you know, we're seeing a lot of conversions through the Q and A activities. So we track, um, you know, who touches Q and A, and we're we're tracking multiple things there as far as you know, who's asking new questions, obviously, who's looking at the existing content, uh, and um, uh, and it's just uh, it's a significant uh, amount of conversions coming through uh, uh, from that engagement. Uh, so. Um, so yeah, depending on the size of the site and, uh, and how many current page views they have, I mean, that's, uh, that'll, that'll, uh, determine, uh, how many people are posing questions or asking questions, uh, and then uh, what that flow looks like. But, uh, but yeah, we've seen a, a very healthy, uh, our customers and we looked to, to give them multiples on their, uh, investment that they invest into answer base. And, uh, we've, we've seen that, uh, in spades. Great. Great. That's awesome. Let's talk a little
0: bit. And again, we'll get to, we'll get to the, the traffic side of the equation in a minute, but sure. let's talk about FAQ pages. And so, you know, the, we're, we're talking right now about, you know, putting FAQs and then, and, and answers, you know, question and answers on a product detail page. What about FAQ pages? And I know, I know we got some considerations there from schema markup and a variety of other yeah. things, but, but talk to me about uh, FAQ pages and, and how those work.
1: Yeah, they're really powerful. So uh, you can dynamically build these pages, uh, and like you said, I mean, uh, you know, Google and uh, other search engines recognize the the schema markup for certain types of content. So you can break that down into the uh, uh, the micro data to to let them know what's a question, what's an answer, etc. And um, uh, so we uh, can manage this in a, a couple of different ways for our customers. So. Uh, so if they if they have more short form answers, so you know maybe less than 250 words for the answer, uh, you know you can break that down into a really high quality uh, most popular uh, you know frequently asked questions and have that serve you very well and even getting traffic on its own um, and um, uh, you know serving the customer well through that. Uh, and then for the longer form content, uh, we we actually turn those into landing pages of their own uh so uh, that are indexable and and their schema markup uh, uh if you have community features enabled uh for for q a page uh you know which is uh, specific to that so uh google and other search engines can recognize what's there too so uh so if you have a, an approach where you know what you're going to be servicing on your product page you know what makes sense for an faq page uh you want to still engage uh, the customer i mean nope uh faqs Nobody really wants to read through uh, 30 questions to try to find their questions. So uh, to make that easily searchable, easily browsable uh, is very important. Um, uh, so you, you don't... Yeah, I mean, they're important, but it needs to be done well uh, in order to uh, to really service the customer well.
0: 100% makes sense. And you know what's really interesting about... Uh, so we can maybe transition here to the, the traffic side a, a little bit. But, you know, as we look at... How people are searching differently on search engines. You know, there is an increase in voice search. And so a quick, quick plug, episode 107, I I interview uh Ann Mole uh, from Emitter, and we talk about voice commerce and what's going on there in voice search and things like that. But you know, as people interact with either a Google Home device or even just their 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 mobile phone, or or you know Amazon Alexa, or whatever. A lot of the a lot of the searches being done there are posed more in the form of a question, sure. and so Google especially loves returning that FAQ content if you know you you pose your query like a question. So, what what are, what are you guys seeing in terms of you know whether it's the Q and A content on a on a product detail page or whether it's FAQ page? What are you seeing in terms of? of traffic and ranking and things
1: like that for sure so uh, I mean we've been in business since 2007 so we have a, a large um, uh, a long amount of time that we've been able to see what QA content uh, does and how uh, how that gets gobbled up into search and uh, and spit out and what the results are there so uh, so we have uh, uh, some case studies where uh, Uh, we spawn a new landing page for uh, the Q&A threads uh, where it makes sense to and have those indexable. And um, and as the content continues to grow, uh, we've seen year over year over year uh, organic traffic growth uh, to those Q&A landing pages uh, through Google. So uh, similar with the markup, you can choose whether you want those to be featured snippets uh, or not, uh, have them be featured snippets, uh, different, uh, merchants have different preferences there, uh, with their, uh, with their SEO teams and, uh, and agencies. Uh, but, um, uh, but yeah, we have, uh, we have customers, uh, where, uh, you know, when you search, uh, they'll be in the featured snippets. Uh, they, uh, we've, uh, quadrupled the, the organic traffic for one particular merchant, which we have a case study on, uh, uh, whose e supply, uh, for, uh, on our site there, you can see that case study. So, uh, so, so what ins- you
0: mean by that is you've, you've taken, you know, prior to using AnswerBase and really leveraging this Q&A content, FAQ content, since that time you've quadrupled their traffic, their organic traffic from search engines?
1: Yeah, so we're responsible Maybe. for over 75% of their their organic traffic now and over 50% of their overall traffic. Uh, so, uh, that, that includes, you know, the directs and, and every, and all the other acquisition sources and referrals. Uh, so uh, the most interesting thing about that traffic, though, I mean, traffic's great, but it needs to convert for you. So, Absolutely. uh, we have seen, um, you know, Google Analytics under the users area, they have a, uh, average lifetime value, uh, or customer lifetime value stat, uh, and, uh, and we're able to track that and have uh, have the Q and A content be uh, uh, recognized under its own line item there. Uh, so, uh, so we've seen that the the traffic going to the Q and A content uh, specifically has an average lifetime value up to two times higher uh, than the normal Google traffic that's been coming in. And what that really speaks to is uh, where these people are who are asking questions, where they are in the customer journey. Uh, yep. A lot of times if they're on the site uh, or if they're on another e-commerce site and that merchant has not uh, addressed the product question uh, on their site, uh, the first thing they'll do is they'll go up in their Chrome bar, they'll they'll ask the question right there, uh, a Google result will pop up. And if you're in that spot, you can fill that need uh, you can build that trust because you have the expertise around the product, and then a really quick call to action to go ahead and uh, and purchase from you uh, uh, to take advantage of that of that product. So uh, it's a really powerful engine for drawing traffic, and we've seen that um, uh, with with many of our customers. And again, since uh, 2007, we've seen an up uh, uphill chart uh, up into the right. Uh, as far as organic traffic uh, and um, and what Q and A has been able to do,
0: yeah, it's it's a in my opinion is kind of a you can almost look at it as a an added bonus. It's a pretty large added bonus. Like it's really valuable and really enticing. But I think even if you just looked at this subject from purely a conversation uh, a conversion optimization standpoint, it's totally worth it. Like you will you will see better conversions, and then to add to that, that, hey, your organic traffic can increase and it's going to be really good quality organic traffic. Because what you said totally makes sense. Like if I type in just a really broad keyword, you know, something like ceramic grill or something, yeah. that's one thing. But then if I type, you know, can I do this on a ceramic grill or how hot can I grill or can I grill and smoke and some of these other things, that that really indicates how serious I am. And, and like you said, it shows that, you know, some questions show that you're really closer to making a, a decision you're further along in your journey than maybe just a really generic query and, sure. and i think the, the beauty of this is and we'll talk in a minute about how your tool kind of brings this all together but you're you're really trying to focus in on the questions that are most frequently asked and and a lot of times these these are people these are buyer questions right these are the questions people are asking before they say yes so yep. then you can leverage those for people that are asking those questions to google and they end up at you at your site that's that's pretty awesome.
1: For sure, yeah. We look at it as you know, you have the short-term benefits of uh, of uh, the conversion uh, and the uh, the reduction in duplicate questions. Uh, so uh, you know, so just being able to save costs there on on your customer service costs, as well as you know, increasing conversions at the same time. And then you have the long-term play, which is the building of that content uh, and uh, and getting that organic traffic growing. Uh, and being a new you know customer acquisition channel for you over time. Um, and what's interesting about that, I mean you if you read many posts about content marketing, what you know what should you be writing about? Uh, many times, uh, if not most times, they'll say, "You know, see what your customers are asking about." Uh, and they tell you to go to your customer service people, you know, go, uh, you know, go into your ticketing system. You know, see what's the most commonly asked questions, and use that uh, as um, uh, you know as material uh, in order to uh, to you know, create value as far as content goes. So we see this as well. So it naturally happens through the Q and A engagement. Uh, but what you can do is you can track that engagement. You can see what is uh, turning into traffic there. You can see what's turning into conversions. And then you can use that to guide your content marketing. Uh, you know what uh, what has proven to uh, already convert, what's proven to already uh, build traffic, and is an, at a nice growth trend. And then you can do a deep dive. Uh, you can do a deep dive in a video. You can do a deep dive in in blog posts. Uh, and uh, and really, you know, it's worth uh, your time and effort uh, to uh, to dedicate resources towards that topic. Uh, because it's serving, you know, your target audience. So,
0: I love it. I love it. Well, James, let, let's talk specifically then about AnswerBase because I know you guys have built a phenomenal tool. Tool that's used by some really large brands, and and, and challenger brands, and growing brands as well. What? How does AnswerBase work, and how do you guys help make this process easy?
1: So, uh, we have really easy integration into the product pages. Uh, that's where everything starts. We have, uh, both APIs and a widget, uh, that people can plug in. Uh, that will power, uh, the calls to actions on the product page, uh, as far as uh, being able to ask a question and being able to see the most popular questions per product. Uh, everything starts there because as soon as you, if you have, a, if you have an active store, uh, you're going to see uh, engagement almost immediately uh, from your customers, and you can just get that uh, content train moving for you. And then, uh, and then we have a knowledge base and community uh, uh, features. If you want a community, we have it, so that can build alongside and build those landing pages out uh, and get the engagement even from uh, from other customers who have purchased the same product, et cetera uh in order to uh, uh to build that content out and be able to see that organic traffic growth that we've uh we've been discussing there. Uh so those are really the two uh main pieces of uh of, of answer base's uh integration. You have you know all the administration tools and moderation tools that you need uh to to manage the content and and, and users etc. uh but those are really the the uh the foundation of, of what we've built and uh, and what brings value to the uh, to the merchants there.
0: Very cool. And, and you guys integrate with essentially all the the major shopping cart platforms, website platforms. I'm sure your platform agnostic.
1: Yeah, we're agnostic. We have uh, again, we have JavaScript snippets that you can plug in if you don't want to really dig into APIs. We have. Uh, you know, we have entire uh, you know communities that are built off of our APIs uh, as well for for some of our enterprise customers, and all those are available uh, you know on on our uh, our business plan. So uh, it's uh, uh, the customers can choose uh, you know how deep they want to dive in, but you know it could literally be a uh, you know a half hour install uh, if not less than that uh, for some of the platforms like BigCommerce and Shopify. We have. Uh, you know, it's one click install and then uh, that, that gets the engagement going for you and you're, uh, you know, then you can do whatever you want from there. So
0: Awesome. What, what tips would you give someone on it if they're just getting started? So, if someone's listening to this and they say, hey, obviously Amazon's doing this, that makes a lot yeah. of sense as you guys are talking about these increased conversion rates and traffic in, increase and stuff like that. And people really, hopefully, are getting excited. What what are kind of the tips for where you start? What what should you what would you tell, you know, the merchant listing? What 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 integrations? What what features yeah. should they use first?
1: You know, get the product page working for you. Uh, you'll see an immediate impact on conversions there. Uh, you know, again, that's a very quick thing to do uh, as far as the install. Uh, it can be you know under ten minutes for uh, you know for the, some of the platforms that we have integrated into their app stores. So. Uh, if you have traffic, existing traffic, uh, where your users can engage, uh, immediately, uh, that's, uh, that's the first step. And then everything spawns from that because you're going to start answering questions. Those answers are going to start, uh, you know, being answered automatically. Uh, and, uh, and that's a great place to start. Uh, if you're even a small store, I mean, we've had some customers that have started with, uh, nothing. Uh, and they just had a lot of knowledge, uh, about, uh, the products that they were, uh, gonna sell. And so, uh, you know, they could import, you know, and that's depending on what they want to do there. But, you know, we had one particular customer import, I think, like a thousand Q&A combinations. Really great content, uh, that they built out. They made that available. Uh, once they imported, it automatically spawns those landing pages and, Um, you know, they were seeing a few hundred thousand visitors after a year, uh, to that content. Um, you know, just using what's up here in their head, uh, in order to just communicate that in a clear way and communicate that in a way that Google, you know, really likes, uh, with original good content.
0: It's awesome. I love it. I'm checking out the website right now. AnswerBase.com looks like you have plans starting at $19 a month uh, to get you know kind of basic features in AnswerBase uh, Q and A platform, and then kind of goes up a little bit from there. But seems very affordable, very approachable, very usable, uh, both for small business on up to enterprise. Any any comments or thoughts
1: there? We set the plans up and the pricing in order to ensure that you're getting. You know, our customers are getting a a healthy return on their investment. And, uh, you know, we can track that and report that to our customers as well. So, uh, so it should be an easy decision, uh, even within the 30 day trial period uh, for active sites. I mean, they should be able to see a return on investment through that. So, um, so yeah, I mean, our, our goal is to, to provide value and build value uh, and then obviously make it be a great decision for, you know, any e-commerce merchant to have on their side.
0: Awesome. Check it out at answerbase.com. James Arnold, ladies and gentlemen. Any any other resources, tips? You know where, where can people check out some of these case studies you were referring to, and then any any closing thoughts, James?
1: Sure, yeah. Just uh, they can go to go to our site. Uh, they can look under customer success and see uh, some of the case studies there. Uh, and uh, I would certainly, you know. Uh, 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 servicing customers uh, has always been an essential part of of converting sales, uh, but customer support content uh, uh, hasn't really uh, been utilized as it as it needs to be uh, in order to become a customer acquisition source. Uh, so, just uh, understanding where those uh, overlap and uh, and being able to effectively um, you know utilize that content can. Uh, can do great things for these merchants.
0: Yep, absolutely love it. Love this topic. Love the benefits here that people can can get. Uh, yeah, under the under the customer success tab. I see the RV upgrades case study and and many others. So check that out as well. Good stuff, James. Really appreciate the time and and thanks for coming on and educating us about Q and A content, FAQ pages, and and all this good stuff. All right, appreciate it, Brett. Yep, absolutely so that's a wrap for today as always we'd love to get your feedback any other topic suggestions you have or feedback on the show we'd love to get that review on iTunes if you feel so inclined that helps other people discover the show and with that until next time thank you for listening yeah, I thought that was good